0: No. <laughs>
1: Hello Trash Crusaders, welcome to the first ever episode of Torture Your Friends, a byproduct of Save Trash Cinema the podcast. It is I, your guide through trash cinema, everyone's favorite dumpster boy, Cayman Darty. I know what you're probably wondering, what exactly is Torture Your Friends? Which... I mean outside of the super fun name is a mystery to some. Now if you listen to our 1 year anniversary of Save Trash Cinema, you probably might have heard a little bit about this concept of Torture Friends. Now back in the early days of our podcasting journey, Torture Friends was the original idea for STC. The idea was to bring on one of my unsuspecting friends and have them watch an extreme horror film alongside myself. From there we'd review the film together But alas, we opted to pivot more towards trash cinema, and honestly, that's been amazing. The thing is, though, I'm not one to let sleeping dogs lie, and knew that one day we'd be back to tackle the elusive beast, and today is that day. And speaking of such, on today's episode of Torture, friends, we are covering the most notorious horror film to ever be released some say it caused them to even seek out therapy lose their mind most people can't make it through the film and guess what that film that we're covering is none other than the 2010 extreme horror film a serbian film welcome to torture your friends now joining me on today's episode is none other than one of my closest friends and honestly one of the dumbest people i've ever met mainly because guess what they decided to take me up on the challenge and that person joining me today is none other than boston mike But worry not, we'll hear from him a little bit later on in the episode. But before we do that, why don't we get a quick word from the sponsor on today's episode? If you enjoy listening to these two dipshits and whatever lovely guests they have on this week,
0: then check out the Spotlight Games podcast for the latest and the greatest in the world of video games. At Spotlight Games, we talk about the games we're playing, the gaming news you should know about, and we have fun with our audience with best of brackets, top 10 lists, and from time to time, the Dumpster Boy is held accountable for his heinous crimes. So if you haven't already, search for Spotlight Games in your favorite podcast app, YouTube, or over on Twitch.tv, slash spotlight games pod to be part of the conversation now back to you Cayman, you beautiful
1: son of a bitch now, thank you so much for the sponsor in today's episode love to hear it love for them everything that we do now let's do a little quick housekeeping of our own we love it if you rate and reviewed the podcast on your podcast app of choice don't forget you could be on the show by submitting movie recommendations, or be being a guest host by emailing us at savetrashcinema@gmail.com, or you can DM us on all socials at Save Trash Cinema. If you haven't yet listened to our second annual St. Paddy's Day Drunkcast, why don't you go ahead and crack open a bottle of Jameson and step back in time with us for one of the wildest journeys we've ever been on during our time with STC. We'll be continuing to release minisodes, interviews, game shows, and potentially even more torture friends. So keep your eyes peeled for some exciting content coming down the pipeline. Now, with that housekeeping done, why don't we jump back in time to hear a little bit from myself and Boston Mike before we watch the movie? All right, so Boston Mike and I are here, and we are about to watch a movie. Austin, awesome. Mike, you pick the movie out. I give you a selection of options of what you could have chosen, and once you tell the audience what you picked up.
0: Yeah, so I'm sitting, I'm sitting here in a, in your luxurious five five floor uh, mansion. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm looking at this probably 3,000 DVD collection. And you gave me, I think, I want to say like 10 options or so. I did. Um, The only option of films that I've ever even heard of is this thing, a Serbian film. And I think it's because you guys have have talked about it before. This film case is not just a film case. It just looks like something made it up and just made like a cardboard cutout and put together a bloody CD case and just glued it together. Yeah, So Yeah, so I mean that stood out to me. I don't know. Something about it just seems like it's it's the right fucked up one to start with. So like, man, it's we're, a good name, too.
1: We're yeah, we're doing we're doing Torture Your Friends and we've kind of addressed what that is. Uh, or at least I should have addressed it if you were listening to this episode. But uh yeah, Serbian film, it's probably the most notorious. Mike, what what preconceived notions do you have going into this movie? What are you expecting?
0: I expect maybe a lack of English. I'm, I'm unsure. Sure, sure. Um, I expect a lot of gore. I don't know. So I, I just assume that I've never been to Serbia, but maybe it's like how they're going to portray it as some lawless land and somebody's just, I mean, people are going to get murdered for sure. I think there's going to be some bad, sadistic crimes that happen to said murders. Um, I think that it's just a story of a, downtrodden serbian person i have no idea but i i assume everything that he loves is going to be taken away
1: yeah i mean i don't think you're too far off the mark there it's shit's about to get weird dude are you ready
0: i mean i'm not i'm not super ready. it's like 80 degrees out and luckily we
1: watched this during the day if this is at night i think i would have bowed out so because i'm a little bitch <laughs> all right well that's it um i guess mike will take the time let's go watch uh let's go watch the movie. Yep, let's do it. Now, Boston Mike seems pretty optimistic about what he's about to experience. And, you know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I'm not sure he knows what he's getting into. And speaking of getting into, why don't we actually jump into the overview of a Serbian film? Now, Serbian Film is a 2010 extreme horror film written and directed by Serjan Spasajevic. Please forgive me, I'm not as up to date with my uh, enunciations of Serbian names, so please uh, just hang on tight. Now, Serjan is best known for a Serbian film, as well as a segment from the incredible anthology film, The ABCs of Death. Now, there is a Serbian film documentary called A Serbian Documentary that is on the way soon that he is apparently heading up himself, which is very exciting to see. Kind of get some more backstory about the movie. Now, the story itself goes as such. In Serbia, the retired porn star Milos is married with his beloved wife Marija, and they have a son named Peter. That is their pride and joy. The family is facing financial difficulties, but out of the blue, Milos is contacted by the porn actress Lila, who offers him a job taking part of an art film. Now, Milos is introduced to director Vukmir, who offers a millionaire's contract to Milos, if he only acts in the film. However, Vukmir neither shows the screenplay nor tells the story to Milos. Milos discusses the proposal with Mirja, and he signs the contract. But soon he finds Vukmir and his crew are involved in six snuff films of pedophilia, necrophilia, and torture. And there is no way back for him, and maybe it is too late to protect his own family. The film stars Serjan Zika Torovich from Black Cat, White Cat, Underground, and South Wind. Sergev Trefunkovich from War, Inc., in the Nicolas Cage film Next, as well as Jelena Gavrilović from The Outpost, Cat Run, and Selma Hayek's Everly. Now, the film runs for an hour and 44 minutes in the uncut version and sports a Rotten Tomatoes score of 47%. Now, here's where things get a bit tricky. Depending on where you live will dictate how well you'll be able to access the film itself. Now, the uncut version of the film is purchasable through Unearth Films website and, pending on the day, can even be bought through Amazon. Last I checked, it's not there anymore, so maybe going through Unearth is indeed your best bet. Now, I don't expect everyone is going to want to purchase their own copy, though, and there is a way that you can get around it if you're interested. And just don't want to fork out either the cash for a physical copy or, well, you don't want anyone to know that you actually own it. Because you can actually rent it right now through Unearth Films' Vimeo channel. Now, the prices ranges, but uh, that is where, probably for most people, the easiest place you can find it. Now, the reason I said it was tricky to really nail down how to get access to it is because the film has been banned in at least 46 countries, including, and most specifically, is still banned in Serbia. Now, the reason being is because the director, well, he said a lot of things about the Serbian government, and that's kind of what this film is based on. You might not be able to know it through other things, but the truth is the film is a multi-layered, context-heavy dissection, one might say, through... Uh, graphic violence and pornography to be able to tell the story of what the Serbian government is. Now, edited versions tend to permeate non-U.S. markets, so it might be difficult if you're living somewhere else than the U.S. to get your hands on it, but you know what? Where there's a will, there's a way. Now, with all that being said and in getting into the film, at this point in time, I've already said the movie has been banned in 46 countries, it's it's covering a lot of, well, let's say, not-so-great things. So before we actually get into our full dissection of the film and we really break down what this movie is about and scenes through the film, I do want to give a, a warning of sorts that this is indeed a Gold Star episode. Uh, the, co- the episode is going to cover some hard-hitting topics and will unfortunately not be suitable for all listeners. So turn away now. But for all of you who are brave enough to venture forward, let's check in with Boston Mike and myself and see how he's holding up. On to the show, everyone a Serbian film. <laughs> All right, we are, we're done with the movie, guys. Oh my God, we are done with the Serbian film. We're recording live together in person. Boston Mike is with me, as everyone knows at this point. Um, He had set up some expectations for himself. He expected the movie to be gory. He expected the film to be fucked up. And I think he made a reference to the fact that he thought it was going to talk about how Serbia is kind of a lawless land, which... I'm not sure if it's actually accurate in reality. Uh, But definitely in the movie, it definitely feels to a certain degree that it is indeed a lawless land. Um, I've seen this movie so many times. It's sad, honestly, and I probably shouldn't admit that. But, like, Mike, you have never seen this movie before. Mm -hmm. And um, here we are now. How are you feeling? Um. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Mike, how are you feeling, buddy? Come on, tell the people. I, I feel, like, empty. Um, yeah, the movie's fucked up. Um, man, where to begin? It is definitely a fucking movie. Um, it's with, like, quotes around the word movie. Jeez, um, just thinking about how I probably sound at the beginning of this to to how my voice inflection is now, (laughs) like, night and day. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. This This movie is... Honestly, for the first 45 minutes, I was like, what is this movie about to be? It's... It's a mystery, at first. Um... And a lot of fucking... A lot of fucking. Just... Actually, just fucking. Um... And then it just is this weird thing, and I will expand on that whenever you'd like.
1: Yeah, so um, kind of a, a brief rundown. We did an overview, technically, of the film and kind of what the plot is, but essentially we have Milos, who is a retired porn star who gets one last job, a mystery contract from a guy, and uh, this porn producer... As we find out as the film goes on, apparently he was like a child psychiatrist. He works in the Serbian government. We're introduced to a lot of characters. We're introduced to one of a, a former co-star of Milo's, uh, a porn actress. We're introduced, obviously, to Milos's uh, wife, his brother, and his son, and that's kind of a, a key thing, and, as well as like just some other no named actors who play their police officers and random characters like that throughout the film. But essentially, it is an escalation. Um he's contracted to shoot a series of films, and if he does so, he will have enough money to live off of forever and he will use that money for him, his wife, his son, to be able to flee Serbia. And uh, well, spoiler alert, uh, they don't get to flee anywhere. As the videos start to increase, we end up getting a we a like a time split in which Milos has to try to go back and try to recollect his memories to figure out what the fuck has happened over the course of like two days. And it's during this part of the film, and we get a lot of of uh, softcore porn, I think you'd say, Mike, right? Uh, softcore. Yeah. Pretty, I mean, besides
0: besides seeing a Dirk Diggler-type prosthetic penis, you see a lot of, you, you see a lot of, it going on um yeah yeah i mean uh, at one point some lady bites this guy's dick and that and then from there then on it kind of just takes another step up in the uh sort of torture porn like literally sort of torture porn um, but it is very much gradual. It's like going up an escalator.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely, you, you ramp up as the movie goes on, right? Like, this is not a film that's, and there's a lot of movies in the extreme horror genre that are start to finish just, just all gratuitous. This film kind of ramps up, and I would say probably the last, what, 30 minutes or so is really when shit hits the fan. There's a, a particular scene, probably the most notorious scene in the entire film, and, um, you know, as we said in the, or as I said, I suppose, in uh, the, the intro of the episode, this is a Gold Star episode. We are going to be discussing a lot of stuff that is, is it's very not okay. Um, we don't, obviously, we don't think that any of this stuff is okay, that this is a movie. And there's a lot of bad things that happen in this movie. And that's the horror aspect, right? Who
0: uh, directed this? If, I, if
1: you could pronounce his name, that'd be fantastic, because I most likely have butchered it at this point.
0: I don't see it back here, but I got to say that this is, this is an act of pre crime. This is why, (laughs) this is, this is why minority port should be actually real. This guy, this guy should not have been allowed to make, I mean, he's making a movie to let people know what he really cares about. This guy should be in jail.
1: So I think it's important to point out, like it's, it's definitely worth stating that the entire premise of this film is to talk about the Serbian government. And, he, the director, has been very vocal about the fact this film is banned in Serbia. This film is banned in a lot of places actually, but more specifically, like the film is banned for a reason. and especially in Serbia, the reason this film exists is because he wanted to make a movie about how terrible Serbia is to its people. And the the I suppose the way that he says it is, the, the Serbian government fucks you in birth, in life, and in death. And that is something that we see on screen in all three capacities at at certain points. Um, specifically, there's the notorious scene. Um, and, and so, Mike, I, I want to talk to you specifically about this one scene. And I don't know really how we're going to discuss it without just being very, um, unfortunately, open about it. But the baby scene. Yep. Okay, so this is normally, and a lot of people who know about this film, because it is it is one of the most notorious films ever made. When people talk about like the most controversial films ever made, or talk about the most perverse, most fucked up movie you've ever seen, a Serbian film normally tops the list at number one. If not, it's always in the top three. It just That's just how it is. And a lot of people reflected back on this one particular scene where you see... A, they pull up a video screen, and the fucked up porn producer makes Milo's, who at this point is trying to get out. He's done. He's had to punch a lady on screen in front of a kid during a uh, an act of of uh, of uh, not cunnilingus. Uh, well, he's she's getting a blowjob, all right. Mm-hmm. And he has to punch a lady because, as Mike said, she bit his dick. And so what happens is, is at this point, Milo's is like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Like I came back to do do this to get money but at this point i don't even care anymore about the money i don't care anymore about leaving i'm just want out that's his whole thing he wants out so the producer gets all animated and starts talking and this is the point i think where it comes most clear that this is about serbia's government and he pulls up a projector and he plays a screen of a and this is the gold star huge gold star warning here guys uh a lady gives birth on screen and we see a, uh, a man take the baby out and you see from the back of him. And this is very pivotal here, is you see the back of the man hold like you see a portion of the baby kind of on screen. And uh, it gets you can kind of imagine where it goes from there. So this scene in particular is where a lot of people are like, this is it. This is it's done. Now, for me personally, like this scene is terrible. Obviously, all of the movie for for the most part, is terrible. This scene in particular is super fucked up, and a lot of people are turned off by that. Mike, do you feel like it lives up to the expectation, or, like, the... Do you feel like this is the worst part of the movie? Because this movie is bad in a lot of regards, but do you think it, this particular scene lives up to the hype of, like, this is why people throw up, this is why people walk out, this is why people turn the movie off?
0: For most people, yeah. For for me, it wasn't the the worst scene yet. Um, just because when it did happen, I was saying to you, I was just I was just kind of like laughing aloud. I was like, that can't... I was like, it's not even physically possible. So that sort of was my whole thing. Um, also, a this was when it's obvious, I think in your words, that he's making a annotation towards the Serbian government. Went over my head, folks. I just saw a fucked up director showing just more messed up stuff. And yeah, I guess maybe looking back, it's a soliloquy to it, but... It was just, uh, it was just torture porn when I was looking at it.
1: Yeah, and I think the thing is is like, for the most part. So there's, here's the big thing is there's a couple cuts of the film. What this scene is removed from the cut version. Uh, if you were to look up to try to find this movie at this point, I don't think you can actually get this movie in a cut version anymore. It's kind of like gotten past that. Where, like, when it first came out back in 2010, like, you could get an edited-down version that removed a lot of this stuff. And now, at this point, I know you can get it through Unearthed Films, which uh, Stephen Biro, um, you know, we're, he's he is the purveyor of extreme horror. This is, like, one of their flagship titles that they release, so you'll see a lot of it there. But, like, you can pretty much only get this cut. Now, I don't think, like, for what it's worth, like, it's not as bad... There was a particular moment where Mike, you, I think you even asked me, like, are they doing, is he is attempting to do something bad on screen? So, like, you don't, like, you, there is some ambiguity there, ambiguity there on, like, whether or not something really terrible is happening. It is exactly what you think it is. Um, but it's not like, it's not graphic. Like you don't see it in detail. And I think that's where a lot of people already immediately turn off to being even ever watching the movie because of that. And honestly, just the knowledge that this exists on film, um, to the degree that it is, which is not very graphic. The scene outside of the actual baby birthing. Yeah.
0: They show, yeah, they show a hostile esque vantage type of viewing or, you know, that type of cinematography, if you will, for a baby birth. So it's not all beautiful as yeah. maybe it is in real life. Um, so I've heard. I, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah that was... <laughs> I, did, I did not enjoy watching a slow motion of a baby's head coming out of a person.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's and that's fair. But like I think this scene in particular is definitely not the worst scene in the film. As crazy as that sounds, it's not mm-hmm. the worst see- There are escalating scenes after this that are now Mike as we were going through the film like I am I am curious like as we because it it really starts here this is the moment like we get some lead-ups we get some you know we get some pornography on screen there's a lot of nudity a lot of sex this movie is very graphic in terms of its sexual content and its gore It, it gets pretty graphic but like this is really where it starts Is like this this is where the ramp up this is probably halfway mark and we get a little bit of a slowdown after this because once Milo leaves, he 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 realizes he's drugged up, and he can't get in touch with his wife, and his vision's blurred. There's like a sexy nurse that comes on screen, and uh, at this point, this is when shit starts to escalate. And from this point, like I don't, it doesn't really stop. It, it really just continues to go for the last forty-five to thirty minutes of the movie. Um, we get. A very, very, and this is like I think the first time we actually get gore, real gore on screen. Yeah, is the next scene, which is we do end up. And I want to ask you how your feelings were when he decapitates the lady mid coitus.
0: Uh, it was a wild scene. Um, it's uh, I can handle that type of stuff so much more because it's so outrageous. It's like what the hell's going on? But how this movie, this movie. The first 45 minutes, it's genuinely like a mystery. It's a movie. Nothing bad happens at all. It's just kind of like question marks. Uh, Maybe even the first 50 minutes, like closer to close to an hour. And then the last, you know, third of the movie is just this wild, like ride going up. And so this piece, I mean, it's just, it's a crazy concept and they do it. And it's for some reason it also makes sense why he's doing it. Cause they drug him up with like bull Viagra. So all th- he just sees red and they, and it, they make it very known cause he's trying to just uh, attack this girl sexually when, or anything actually sexually, if he sees a chance and that's cr- a crazy concept. And so that's just kind of the catalyst through all of these events that happen after. Um, yeah, there it, I will say, as fucked up as these scenes have been, there are a couple of laugh out loud scenes that also happen that they mix in. They're not—I don't think—they're trying to be laugh out loud, which made me helped me get through uh, the rest of the movie.
1: Sure, sure. Now, now speaking, speaking of such, and I kind of want to take a step back, look at the the overall arcing picture before we continue the plot forward. But like, this is one of those because like a lot of times extreme horror, like let's be honest, they're not going to get a big budget, right? Like, mm-hmm. these movies are not going to get some like incredibly large budget. It's they're a lot of times they're goofy to look at because it's so low budget and the gore is so fake and ob- it's obvious how fake all this stuff is. So like I'm curious like in your you're cuz you watch a lot of these movies with me and and you like film. But like what do you think in terms of like the actual quality of the movie itself? Like
0: the the movie is very high quality actually. Um it looks great. It's shot well, and because it's not in... Actually, it's funny. It starts off in an opening scene, and it's of this, this porn scene that he has, and it's in English for like this, I'm not even lying, 30, 60 seconds. That's all the English you get. The rest of the movie is in Serbian. And so I think that added, for me, why I enjoy... Uh, enjoy is not the right word, but... How it all flowed together, because I can't tell if these people are bad at acting per se because it's not English, so it's it all just makes sense in this crazy buffoon land of this fucking wild ride um but yeah, it looks great it's it it's not they don't really cut corners um as you might see even even for you know some of the gruesome stuff that they show
1: yeah. And, that, and I think that's the thing, too. Like, I think this is where this is it's very interesting because like this is like it almost a certain degree, like feels like an art house film. Like it feels yeah, like an art house film.
0: Yeah. Do you think and like when I watch movies like this, I just assume that they had to have actually had sex at some point in, in, in these movies. It, it's it. It feels like that when you watch something this just outlandish.
1: I mean, it is. So the the, the the scene that we're in at this point, this is where we find out that Milo's has been drugged. Um, his family, he it, they're they're at this point they're they're AWOL. We don't know where his family is. He's contacted his brother. He's trying to get in like get in touch with his brother to be like, hey, I need you to help me um, find out more about this people. Like I want out of this shit. I want to be done. And um, he goes and he gets the scene. We have the infamous baby scene. We, and then we get to where he's been drugged up, and we find out that, yes, he's been drugged with bull Viagra. And um, he gets taken into a room. They have uh, an, a lady who he's done scenes with previously in the film, uh, having, like, doing just standard pornography scenes, one would say. Uh, they bring her in, and, and she's there, he's there, and at a certain point, the, the director's, like, talking to him, and he's, like, telling him all this crazy shit, and they hand him a machete, and he uh, lops her head clean off her shoulders. And this is when the bloodletting begins. And honestly, it doesn't really stop. Um, the movie continues forward. We we end up with Myles. At this point, he he takes off. He we have an interaction that's kind of gross, and it's definitely a lot there. Probably don't really need to unpack, but it's nothing happens on screen outside the fact that Myles has escaped this creepy ass porn producer and he is gone at this point. He is out of there. And so it's at this scene where Milos, he ends up getting a camera. We like cut back and forth in time. He gets a camera. He starts going back and watching videos that have happened. And this is like filling him in on things that have occurred that he does not remember because obviously he was fucked up on all these drugs because he's been drugged. And we start he starts to piecing things together. He's going back to locations. He goes back to It's
0: a bit like it's like memento.
1: Yeah, a little He's bit. He's hitting
0: yeah. a little bit of memento yeah. mixed with like if in Blair Witch everybody just had sex.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. And so we're going back and forth these piecing together, and this is where I think the film takes probably the hardest left turn. And that's when we find out what has happened. With his family, and um, once again, this is about to get uh, this is about to get terrible. So, Mike, why don't you tell me? I've talked a lot, and uh, I want to hear from your own words. How would you piece together the way that this movie continues forward at this point?
0: Um, well, the Serbian film gang has a warehouse there with a big love bed in the middle. And they bring Milos out, all bull-raged and ready to have sex again. And there are two bodies on the bed. And he proceeds to do whatever you probably think happens. And he moves on to the smaller of the two bodies. And then uh, another man in a hood pops up and is next to him. And that person ends up being his brother. And then they remove the hoods of the people that they're doing things to. And it is his son and wife. And
1: that's the way the news goes. Yeah. And it's at this point where Miles now realizes what's happened. Even in his drug-addled like, headspace, he realizes what has occurred and... At this point, all hell breaks loose. Yep. Um, The wife, she attacks the brother who, obviously, this man who has been just an absolute fucking creep the whole movie. They really set him up to be like a huge fucking creep. Huge creep. And so she bites his throat out and rips his throat clean off. Milo's then attacks um, some of the policemen who are like essentially there for protection. He plugs a couple of them. He steals one of their guns, shoots two of them. Then he comes up. He t- tackles the film producer, and he crushes his head against the ground. And then he gets attacked by the man from the baby scene who is back. And he come to find out has a missing eye. And, Michael, why don't you tell the audience what Milo's decides to do to that man's I saw kid. I'd rather not. Oh come on, man! No, 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 no. Well, let's just say it this way: um, the man's brain gets touched inappropriately with uh, some some a body part. Yeah, yeah, he uses his his
0: eye hole as a glory hole.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's probably the best way to explain it. Mm-hmm. Michael, what did you think about this? You think you you looked at me? I whoa, was, whoa, You had comments. I was I was
0: laughing at this part. This was this was wild <laughs> this is this is when there's a clear parameters of oh I don't like this and I feel uncomfortable for movies actually I don't know about clear but it's just something that maybe we all have and then once you get past those parameters it's in this level of just absurdity where anything that kind of happens now it's just like all right this is this is cart what is it, Car, Car-, Le Blanc? it's- Car Blanche? Yeah, it's carte blanche.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we glory hold this uh, this fucked up dude's face, <laughs> and um, <laughs> we cut back to the wife. The wife has now turned the brother's head into absolute mush by crushing it with like a what looks like a like a statue of some sort, and either way, this fucking creepo is dead on the spot, and so. Th- as we continue through um, well, Milos he decides to just to take his family home, lock him up in a basement. Uh, that's reasonable. then we cut back. So we now know like where like where his family has been during this like absentee period where Milos is trying to piece together everything right mm-hmm. and um, so he goes back home he he gets into the house he finds his family. And it's at this point where things aren't great, obviously. There's no coming back from this. And so they do the logical thing, which is to get all into bed together and commit suicide. Um, The movie closes out with, as we find out, is a character that we've seen briefly early on. We don't know who he is or what his role is. He's just a very fancy looking guy. He shows up and he's got some bodyguards and they they come out. They've got cameras ready, and um, we see him tell the man to go ahead and, and have have his way with these dead bodies. And that's a roll credits. Yep, on a Serbian film. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, here's the thing. When when we were coming up with the idea, like a Serbian film to me was going to be the movie that was like. If when we're doing a Torture Friends, like this is because it's considered one of the most controversial films ever made, one of the most fucked up movies ever made, as you guys at this point have found out, this movie is is, is not PG. This movie is not even rated R. This movie is somewhere so far beyond the lines of, okay. I was like, look, if we're doing Torture Your Friends, like this is the movie that like we do is like one of our big pieces months in. And so when Mike comes over, I pulled out, like I think we said, I pulled out like 10, 15 movies and was like, I'm going to let you choose. Pick your own poison. And Mike was like, well, this is the only one I think I like even know any remotely anything about. The name is something I know. And I was like, all right, man, like we're definitely t- tackling one of the one of those movies right off the bat. Yep. And uh, fuck it. We're here now. And yeah. Um, yeah the uh, look here and I think for like I said, I've watched this movie so many times uh, and it's one of those movies that like I saw it back in like 2011 right I that's like the copy I have is is like one of the first copies you could get in the states and it, it literally comes on a cardboard sheet with like a Memorex like CD case hot glued to it that's like covered in blood. and it looks like you fucking got this thing from the black market. Mike, do you think that the the casing does the film justice?
0: Yeah, this thing thing deserves no more, no less. Um, Yeah, man, this movie. uh, I'll tell you what, this is definitely my top three most fucked up films that I've ever seen. Um, At least just like watching, like the grossness of it. This would probably be maybe number one. Number two, like, I love Hostel. I, I think that kind of fits in there, but that's, like, also, a, like, a movie that can go in the theaters. So, um, there's that. And then, number three would be Toy Story, just because I kid those fucking dolls. Really? Toy Story?
1: That's where we're going? Like, that's your thing? You Probably. can't do Toy Story?
0: Yeah, screw those dolls. Those, those little toys can...
1: So, you're saying up. that you would put, in top three, you'd put Serbian film next to Toy Story for most fucked up movies you've ever seen?
0: Well... Next to Hostel, then next to
1: Serbian film, but yeah. Um, well, that's a that's an episode for a different day. We're going to have to unpack that, probably with a therapist, not me. So, Mike, like, look, we're here. We're at the end. We've done it. We've accomplished it. Sure have. We've finished a Serbian film, and part of Torture Your Friends, the whole concept behind it was, I was going to bring my friends on. I was going to make you guys watch movies that are fucked up, and then like have you... At the end, tell me, like, where's your your final headspace? Like, where are you? Like, this movie, to me, every time I've seen it, is just every time, especially when you know how it's going to end. Like, that ramp-up period is what sucks the hardest. Mm -hmm. So, like, for you, like, never seen this before. You don't really know. I mean, like, honestly, if you're putting fucking Toy Story up, obviously you're not an extreme horror person, but, like, tell me where you are right now. What is... What's going through your head, man?
0: Um, what's going through my head is I'm not sure if I'm glad I saw it or I wish I'd never saw it, because my curiosity would have always been there and been like I have to see this movie. So in that regard, I'm glad I saw this movie. Mhm. But I never have to see this movie again, Cayman. Sure. And I think, I think I saw this movie for a lot of the people
1: out there too. Did you? i think so now if you were to rate the film like so we normally do like a normal episode we always do and this is something you you would coin the term for this which is the save it or can it yep so like mike we're we're at a point like I, i don't really know is this if this is something worth asking the question over it's just the two of us obviously for me like i have my own opinions on the matter but like for you like i'm very curious like Is this a movie you save? Is this a movie you can? Like, what do we do with a movie like this?
0: I don't... This is a movie that... You can't save because it was never alive and you can't can it because it was never dead. I don't know. This movie lives on its own in purgatory. Um, I mean, you... You can't get rid of it. So, by default, we must save it? I'll say that. Just because... I forever will be able to tell people like oh a Serbian film some fucked up shit you know who saw that
1: me cuz I'm a fucking really cool guy so- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he uses it like, really I watched a Serbian film I'm a really cool guy
0: I mean you know people out there listening have you seen a Serbian film nope nerds
1: so <laughs> nerds it's uh yeah It's so I guess like save it or can normally like I think the way that we do is like save it or can I I think
0: that this movie and sorry to cut you off is way better made than a lot of some of the movies that we've reviewed together like this is a better film than you know like Leprechaun 2 which is the last time I was on here like by a mile sure by saying it's better that doesn't mean that I, I, I like it or you know I recommend it. But, like, it would get a positive score, like, but like, it's, you know, I mean, it's got, like, I think it's at, like, five stars in IMDb, which is crazy that IMDb would even give it, like, the time of day for that.
1: Yeah, it's and so the, I think the thing is like when when we break it down, we're like you know save it or can't when we save our can of film. Obviously, I think the the audience knows by this point that like a lot of that boils down to like do we recommend it or do we recommend not seeing it? And so like I think this is like extreme. This these movies are tough because I feel like we that's a struggle, right? Where it's like I don't know if I could ever recommend this movie to anyone, right? No, like I don't like. My, my wife, for instance, like, this is a movie that she, I've talked about to her so many times. Like, just in passing, bringing up, like, oh, this person watched it. Or, like, oh, we're going to do whatever with this. But, like, she's a person who, like, I couldn't recommend this to Sydney. Like, I just absolutely could not recommend this to her. She would not watch this. Yeah. She couldn't make it through probably the first 30 minutes. It's just... So it's tough to say saved or can it for me like all like I, I think this movie is worth saving over the fact that like look this is it is a piece of cinema that's like if you want to test your boundaries this is a perfect place to do it. Like I yeah. don't think there's another movie that you could be like this is where you you really get to see how much you can stomach because it is tough. And that's, that's difficult to like try to parse with people where it's like, yeah, like don't watch this movie, but also like you do sh- you watch this movie? I don't know. Like for, mm-hmm. for me, I say save it. Um, and there's no asterisks on it. Like I do think this movie should be saved. The thing is, is like, I definitely think this movie isn't for everyone. That's like the huge part, right?
0: Yeah. No, this, if, if you recommended this movie pre-crime, if you yeah. watch this movie alone, pre-crime. Oh yeah. Um, like if this is like you and like your wife or your loved one or girlfriend,
1: also pre pre crime. Yeah, like, man, I just feel yeah. weird at yeah, the dude. end of it. It's and it's it's one of those. I don't think I've ever watched this movie just by myself. I oh. legitimately don't think I've ever sat and watched this movie with just me in the room. No. Every time I watch this movie, it's always with someone else who's been like, "I am curious about this movie because you own it." Can we watch it? Or then being like, "Hey man, I've kind of burned through all of these horror films and I've gone through, Mm -hmm. like, what is the next evolution of horror? And, like, I I just am like, well, if you want, like, top, like, what the next evolution looks like, this is the next evolution. Yeah. Like, what horror is. Like, there's no cuts here.
0: Yeah, this is like what uh, that little creep girl in the ring frickin' frickin' watched where all those people just watch the movie. And then they die. This, this is this is what they were watching. This is that type of shit right there.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can't really argue against that. I mean, it is, and it's it's definitely like I, you know, I was having a conversation with someone the other day when they were like, "What, what do you think are like the scariest movies of all time?" And I'm like, "Well, I definitely think like if you're looking at like Toy Story, the Toy Story. Obviously, it's always toys. It's Shrek, mm. Shrek, always sh- fucking Shrek. Man. Very scary. Um, Star Wars." Uh, Revenge of the Sith You think Revenge of the Sith is worse than Phantom Menace? Phantom Menace is, is goaded It's the best Really? Love Phantom Menace What about the Clone Wars? Solid Tons of battles Really? Okay See I always go always go Revenge of the Sith Then I go Phantom Menace Clone Wars is my least favorite You know I'm not
0: a big Slaying of the younglings The Serbian film's one thing But
1: slaying of the younglings I And mean, then fuck them kids it's my, Nicole, old, old, the goat Michael Jordan, fuck them kids. Yeah. No, like I always say, like when we break down, like you're looking at, it's like big, big box office horror film. So you're getting things like, you know, The Conjuring yep. and you're getting, Love you know, That Movie Smile and, and those movies have their place, right? Like, Love those. like big box office horror films, they have their place in some degree. Didn't I say like, so like, that's kind of where I would be like, that's, that's your entry point for horror fans. Now I'm like, if you want to up the game and you want to get scarier, you need to go with like the indie horror scene on shit like Screenbox or Shudder, things like Terrifier, mm-hmm. things like Speak No Evil. Like those movies can get really fucked up, but they can they're also reined in enough because they have to still be able to meet certain margins to be able to fit on a streaming service. And then I'm like, and if you're ballsy enough and you want to take the stance then that's when you escalate yourself to unearth films to um wild eye to uh, you know the guinea pig series shit like that like that's when you're going to get stuff that is just not for normal people and a lot of this stuff is just it's just plainly terrifying i don't think there's any other way around it like that's just just it's just fucked up to a point where it's like no normal person should watch it. And then you just feel, oh, just there's something like it. The terror becomes more real at that yeah. point.
0: Yeah. I remember I was thinking about if I was going to have this feeling again at the end of this. And I don't think it was, it, it was somewhat there. But um, when I first saw, ooh, Line. The movie where they, uh, yeah. when Jared let out doing the drugs. Oh, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. When I first saw Requiem for a Dream, it was after a, a big night of, of going out. And sure. so I was super hungover. So I just like fell down and yeah. then watched that. And I was like, dude, it's oh. the worst thing to watch when like, you got the blue I, was like, I feel like I'm just, I'm these people. And like, that doesn't feel good at all. Yeah. So I really didn't want to have that feeling again. I didn't necessarily have that feeling, but I wasn't afraid during this movie it's anxiety inducing because you 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 know what you're about to see and then you see it and then you just have to watch while everybody else realizes it as well and deals with the ramifications and that's frightening in its own right but it's just kind of oh it's like reverse butterflies in your stomach
1: yeah i think i think what's what's terrifying about a movie like a serbian film is the fact that like we can we can look at this and we can be like oh well you know like this this is fake. Obviously this movie's fake. We're not watching like real snuff shit. You know like if, and if you want to watch the closest you can get to it like you can go find August Underground. I know Under Films is about to release like the 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 August Underground trilogy. They're going to release it in Blu-ray and like that's pretty crazy because if you wanted to try to find it right now those movies are worth like hundreds of dollars just a single copy of one of the movies
0: why is it is it real
1: no it's not it just had such a limited release because of like how it was made and there's like a story about the fact that like the guy who made it uh fred uh what is his name fred something another ogle something togle something like that whatever Mm. Either way, he apparently was going into a horror convention in Canada. They seized all of his movies going in because they were like, "This is real snuff." Like this motherfucker was detained. You also have people like um, the director of *Cannibal Holocaust*, who just recently passed away. Like he went on trial in Italy uh, because they legitimately thought that he killed people making this movie. If you go back and watch *Animal Cannibal Holocaust*, outside of like all the animal death, because there's all. A lot of that and it is fucked up. Um like it's it looks so fake. But like back mm-hmm. in the 70s when the movie came out, like back 70s, 80s, like obviously we don't have the same knowledge, right? Or they didn't that we have now. So like we can realize that this is fake. The difference is,
0: Yeah, there was a whole people were fell for the War of the Worlds in like the, sure. the 50s, those, so those clowns. Yeah,
1: so like as we've as we've gotten older, we've been able or as like time has passed and we have access to the internet and we can read things and we have more knowledge about things like we can we can address the fact that like this this is fake we know this is fake the problem is when you get on and you look at the news and you see and hear shit about like the Epstein island mm. and you're like and then you juxtapose that next to something like a serbian film and you're like holy fuck there are probably people out there who make shit like this for ultra rich
0: people 100% right but- Right. Makes
1: this terrifying. Oh, yeah. Right when I saw a hostel, I decided then
0: and there I am not studying abroad. Not because I didn't get accepted to study abroad, but because I saw a hostel. I was like, I'm not doing that because people just – the thought of being taken, uh, my, I mean, you know, who could resist this 6'4", lanky body yeah. out, out in Europe and just get hung up and tortured with and then sold
1: to the highest bidder? Donald Um, Trump's out there fucking severing your tendons.
0: That's America. Um, But yeah, it's... For anybody who maybe are like children of the internet, so like YouTube 1.0, when like the BME Pain Olympics, like that's how I felt for this Dude, like
1: hammered his dick.
0: Um, Yeah, so like that, Two Girls, One Cup. I mean, geez, like I saw... Two guys, one hammer. Where you just literally saw people just getting murdered in Russia on YouTube, and then yeah. that's when they had to censor all this stuff. So like, there's has been worse stuff that I saw at a younger age that was real to an extent, to quote unquote, from at least what we know. At least you can know that this is a film.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that's and I think that's why. Like, I think that this movie really is one of those like we've we've taken like this is a product of both someone who is just so anti the country they live in or country they're from but also at the same time it's really a product of like the youtube 1.0 days where it's like this shit is real stuff like this probably happens to some degree maybe not this these particular scenes in general that we've discussed but like this shit happens this is where the horror is right And, and, you know, once you throw in, like, all of the fucked up stuff that goes on in the actual movie, and the tension, and a lot of this movie really is, it's just, as the movie progresses, it is that deep pit of anxiety where you're like, I feel sick knowing this is not going to end well. And, as we've discussed, this movie doesn't end on a happy note. No one, no one makes it out of this movie any better off than they were, outside of maybe... You went through some horrible shit and you die. Yeah, like that's it. And you know, when you're dead, your body means nothing at that point. Yep, that's what you can hope at the least. There's just there's just too many of us out there, Cayman. We just we need
0: less people on this earth, or we need another Earth, Earth 2.0.
1: Do it right, We're, just yeah. like a do over.
0: Yeah, just like you know, I don't know. We we'll have certain parameters. Um, well, and I guess, actually, I guess we won't be able to go because probably some of the first things they'll say they'd be like, "Have you seen a Serbian film?" They're like, hm, "You're staying here, bud. You're not going. <laughs> you're not now, coming." I
1: think that should be the opposite. Like, did you see a Serbian film? Yes, and you're like, "Did you enjoy it?" Like, and then your answer, your response to that, should be the like the the litmus test. Like, do you think that this movie should still exist? And if you're like, "Yes," then you're you're us, and we get. We get to stay on Earth 1.0. Do you
0: subscribe to Save Trash Cinema? Yes. Then okay. guess
1: what, guys? All of you trash crusaders out there, you're not invited to Earth 2.0. Elon Musk will not allow you. Or he might. You'd just probably be the ones to get strung up. And, um, yeah. So, um, let's avoid getting sued by a billionaire. You know Elon Musk is out there just trolling the internet for his name. Elon, come on the pod. Elon, let's, come let's on the pod. Let's talk about trains. Let me
0: create. <laughs> yeah, and your fucking fake idea that that I you know what? It's such a good idea. Long trains, fast.
1: All of this Never motherfuckers happened. with trains. Well, guys, I, I we did it. We made it through. And if yep. you were at this point in the podcast, then you'd made it through as well. And um as I said earlier during the the Earlier portion of the interview, which or the interview, the fucking episode, I don't know what's going on anymore. My brain's absolutely fried after watching this movie. I'm actually recording all of that shit later than this. But uh, look, if you've made it this far in and you are still curious and you want to see it, and honestly, after hearing us talk about it, the curiosity should only probably magnify your want to. Um, you can check this film out uh, through Unearth Films. They have a Vimeo channel, where you can watch their entire catalog. You can pick up a Blu-ray copy. Shit, you can probably even get uh, all of this shit off of Amazon. I honestly think you can get a Serbian film right now off of Amazon. How much? I don't know. I will probably I probably told you before this, but uh, go over to our North Films if you're interested in this movie or if you're just interested in extreme horror at all. They release a lot of movies, and they have a, a very uh, lengthy catalog of crazy shit uh if you kind of want to test your own boundaries because things nuts uh movies movies are are crazy Mike movies be wildin movies be wildin well you know what this concludes well at least our portion mm-hmm. of the first uh torture your friends we did it dude we did it we fucking did it and now i will kick it to my future self who's going to close this shit out later well there you go the first ever episode of torture your friends guys uh, this was a very interesting experiment that Mike and I did, as you probably could tell with the audio. We recorded this live in person, and I went back in post and did all the other fun stuff. Uh, but I want to say, guys, if you've enjoyed the episode, please rate, review, and share the hell of your friends, loved ones, or worst of enemies. Honestly, word of mouth is key here, and we aren't beggars. Also, fuck Keith. Now, if you've liked this episode and want to see more episodes like this or have other ideas or other things that you want to see or for us to focus on, please let us know. We're always striving to bring forward new and interesting episodes and new and interesting content. Uh, but for us to do that, though, we need your feedback. Now, you can send us a message on socials. You can send us a message via email or if you're on Spotify, you can actually leave comments on the episodes there as well. Tell us what you think. We love you guys. We want to keep bringing new things to you, and this is the best way for us to do that. And hey, if you're interested in video games, check out our sister podcast, the Spotlight Games Podcast, on all of your favorite streaming services. We stream live every Tuesday on Twitch at 8 p.m. Eastern, so join us live there. And if you're interested in TV shows, we do have a third channel called Spotlight TV. We launch new episodes every single week, and we cover all of the hot TV shows just dropping in real time. That you can find Spotlight TV and Spotlight Games on all of your favorite podcast services. In the meantime, you can follow me at the Dumpster Boy on Twitter. And hey, if you want to check out Boston Mike, he's dropping movie reviews on TikTok at Thirty Seconds to Mike. There's short clip reviews of films you may have heard of, films you may not. And you know what? I think it's a great place for you to be able to find out what's hot and what's not. You can also follow our sister podcast at Spot Games Spot on Twitter and Spotlight Games Podcast on Instagram. Now, if you want to go over and watch the TV, guess what? You can follow that at Spotlight TV on Spotlight TV Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And like I said before and a thousand times before that, you can follow STC at Save Trash Cinema on all socials. Now, remember, fight big box office. Save Trash Cinema.